Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, stressing about Valentine's Day plans, Jocelyn Robertson has you covered. Whether you forgot to make a reservation or just want to celebrate at home, she's got local hacks to help you make February 14th memorable, romantic, and even fun for the whole family. It's Tuesday, January 7th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Jocelyn, thanks for being here. Hi, Emma. We are talking to you about Valentine's Day. And you love Valentine's Day so much that you actually over the years have brought me around. I used to hate Valentine's Day. Why do you love Valentine's Day so much? I think it's because it was it's a much maligned holiday, but I think that's because people sell it wrong. I believe that Valentine's Day should be about everyone and everything that you love instead of just about romantic love. And I think it's a great opportunity to tell people and to interact with people that you love. And so I send Valentine's instead of Christmas cards. And I generally have a party for Valentine's Day. And I think it's just something when we really need a holiday in dreary uh, February in Idaho, it's like something bright and cheerful and that reminds you that oh, yeah, I love people and people love me. That's a really good point because it does, you know, right in the middle of like the worst of the inversion, here comes this like adorable little holiday where everything is bright and colorful and, you know, and there's candy. Really, like, why wouldn't we love it, honestly? (laughs) Well, how can couples in Boise make their Valentine's Day celebration special and memorable? So I have a hack for Valentine's Day, which is don't just go with your partner. Go with a group because everybody makes a reservation for a two-top on Valentine's Day. But there are larger tables available at restaurants, and oftentimes there's nobody sitting there. So go with four people or six people or seven people, and you're more likely to get a table if you go with a group on Valentine's Day. That honestly sounds more fun too. Like it does. I haven't ever done that. And to go with like a, a group of people, couple or couples or not, just to go and like celebrate sounds like a lot more fun. What are some good places to go? Like romantic restaurants or like special dining experiences, like some some fun venues. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree that Richards, Chandler's, the Bishop's House does a Valentine's dinner, which is out at the Old Pen. Um, this year, Richards is doing a prefix dinner, which means they can get more people through the door and out the door, uh, which is kind of fun. Chandler's has a great idea, which they're doing a wine and dine at home. So they provide all the stuff, including wine, and then you cook the steak. They provide all the sides and you just go pick it up the weekend of uh, Valentine's. So Valentine's is on a Tuesday this year. 
So there's a lot of places that are doing things the weekend before, which is the 10th and 11th. So keep that in mind, too, that you can always kind of extend it, uh, start a little early on your celebration. That's a fun way to do it. Are there any like Valentine's events or like traditions in Boise? So the zoo always does a fun adult event called Woo with the Zoo. Woo with the Zoo. Woo with the Zoo, which is so cute. Um, That's on February 11th. They do special tours and talk about uh, animals in love, in quotation oh. marks. <laughs> I saw that Ballet Idaho is going to do a show at the BSU Spec Center um, this year. It's called Anthology. If you love to see live dance, that should be exceptional. The Steelheads. I always got to shout out some hockey. I would love to go see a hockey game for, for Valentine's Day. Uh, you could go night skiing at Bogus Basin. Always romantic. Yeah. Always romantic if you like to ski and you like the cold. <laughs> Both of which I know you <laughs> which love. Which I don't, but I can definitely <laughs> recommend. I noticed that the another thing happening at the Old Pen is they have an event called Romancing the Pen. So they're going to have special exhibits on uh, love stories and love letters focused around the... Uh, the prison. So take your old ball and chain and <laughs> get on over to the old You're fine. Pen. Get out of here. <laughs> um, and, the, and I had another idea, which was uh, you gave me a tarot uh, card set for Christmas. And I took a tarot card reading class at Crohn's Cupboard. And so they're actually having one of their tarot classes uh, Fridays in February. And you can sign up to take a tarot class with your partner or close friend. Um, and they also offer tarot readings every Friday and Saturday, uh, $25 for 30 minutes. So you could actually go find out your future, your Ooh, love future. <laughs> I love that. That's a really fun gift idea. That's very creative and unique. What about like Valentine's on a budget for people? Well, I'm a big fan of celebrating at home. And I think there's a lot that you can do uh, either with your partner or with your family. Like I said, expand it out, include other people. I think that it would be really fun to do the chopped challenge. Have you done a chopped challenge at your house? No. no. <laughs> okay, so it's based on the television show, cooking show Chopped. And uh, you decide in advance who's going to do what. So you're going to think about making a drink, making an appetizer, making some sides, making a dessert. And you pick a secret ingredient or a um, trick ingredient for your partner. And they have to incorporate it in whatever they're in charge of for the meal. And then uh, surprise each other with your chopped challenge dishes. That is such a fun, like, surprise, you know, like if your partner didn't know about it, that would be such a riot, like such a fun thing. And I feel like it'd be a good way if you're having trouble getting out away from your kids for Valentine's, like, you know, childcare is so impossible now. So, like, maybe that's something you could incorporate kids in and, and make that fun for everybody. That's that's really cute. For sure. Why don't you have your kids make dinner for you and give them each <laughs> A secret ingredient and then a different part of the meal to cook. I think that would be really That's fun cute. to yeah. have, you know, host your own restaurant at home. And I also think it's really fun to maybe not celebrate on Valentine's Day, but use Valentine's Day as an opportunity to plan something together for the future, maybe an upcoming weekend, a staycation. Um, so I like to get like my Boise Weekly 
hiking guides. Um, the Department of Commerce just released its 2023 Idaho Travel Guide. So get a stack of stuff and you can each plan like an ideal vacation weekend or an ideal date uh, and then present it to, present it to each other. Um, or you can do it together. I think it's really fun to say, um, what do I think my partner would like to do? Um, and find things and then say, hey, look what I found. Let's go do this. That is such a good point because I feel like, you know, when you've been together for a while, like in the beginning, we were really, my husband and I, we were really good about planning super fun, exciting dates for one another and like surprising one another. And now we're like, you know, go to West Side, get some tater tots, <laughs> eat them in the car and then go home. You know, like, we've gotten very unromantic. And it, I love the idea of, of taking this as a, a moment to like plan something exciting and fun for your, that, you know, your partner would really like. I, you know, something I had I did one year for um, Alex was I planned a day that I knew he would like where we just went to all the board game stores in nice. DC because he loves board games. And I was like, let's just hop around and, and we'll go look at a bunch of board games. And we played came home. We played a bunch of board games with the kids and with each other. And uh, he was like, this is the best. This is exactly what I wanted, which is a good reminder. Like, you don't have to spend a bunch of money to to remind your partner that you're paying attention like to what they love. Absolutely. So how can people create a romantic atmosphere for Valentine's Day at home? Like what are some, I mean, people are going to go candles, right? But like beyond candles, what can we do to make it feel romantic at home for Valentine's Day weekend? I would use a room that I don't use very often. Uh, if you're always in the living room together, set up something in the den. Or if you oftentimes sit at the kitchen counter, actually use your dining table or set up an outside dining uh, with, a, with a heater and blanket. Take yourself out of your normal routine situation and re-envision your space. M move a little table into your living room. Change the lighting. Take a lamp into somewhere instead of using an overhead light. <laughs> um, it's, you know, all about ambiance. Dress for the occasion. Put on something that you normally wouldn't put on on a Tuesday night when you're sitting at home. Yeah, something I do, and I mean, this is maybe less romantic and more like lovey, is something I've done with my kids. Um, I always do a Valentine's bag with my kids. And I used to, when they were younger, have them decorate the bag, just like you did when you were in elementary school. Because what I miss about elementary school, like Valentine's Day, was, you know, you put the bag on the front of your desk and everybody gave each other Valentine's Day. So I've tried to recreate that with my kids. I always felt like that sort of creates a little bit of a, just, a, I don't know, a memorable experience, you know, like a sweet little thing to do with your kids. Since a lot of schools aren't doing that anymore or kids are older and they don't do that in junior high and high school. And I think everybody sort of still misses that experience. Absolutely. One thing that I have done, uh, I used to always have a Valentine's open house and I would always have a stack of Valentine's and stamps and envelopes. And I would encourage people to send a Valentine to somebody in the mail and think about uh, maybe even writing your Valentine's together on Valentine's and sending them out. Send it in the mail if you can. That's a cute idea. The two of you sit down and, and make a list of the people you love and appreciate them. Maybe if you're not feeling, I know a lot of couples feel the pressure of buying gifts and stuff. What if instead you're just like, you know, you know what? I think we're going to share our love with other people. I think that's a really nice idea. Yeah. And how much would you love it, though, too, if you got a Valentine in the mail from your partner? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a surprise <laughs> that would be. <laughs> 
Well, what about like, are you mentioned skiing? Are there any like other nature based or outdoor activities that would make for a special Valentine's Day? I mean, it is pretty cold right now. Um, but when was the last time you took a scenic drive? Yes, that is a really nice thing to do. I know it's such an old person thing to do, but I love to go for like a romantic, like you get a nice little beverage beforehand and get some donuts or some popcorn or something, get some nuts from the nut shop downtown, and then just go like toodle up to Idaho City or something. That's always yeah. so nice. Find a destination and uh, maybe the destination is is a pie shop or the destination is a um, spot by the river and that you can point the car and look at the river. But I think it's really fun to have that quiet time, make a playlist for your drive. Um, maybe even don't plan a destination and just tell each other right or left when it inspires you. Yeah. We one time we were being real grumpy with each other and Alex uh, was like, let's get in the car. And that's what we did. And we ended up in Parma and we had some <laughs> French fries and went for a little walk and we had the nicest time. You know, you mentioned a playlist too. Like, I feel like um, making somebody a, a playlist is the way to my heart personally. <laughs> like, I love a good playlist. So that's like an easy, simple way to like show somebody that you're thinking of them, throw some Linda Ronstadt on there and just be like, this is how I feel about you. That's a great, that's a great idea. Yeah. So what about, I mean, we're talking, you and I are talking like, you know, old married couple stuff, but what about people who just got into a relationship or who were like really freshly together? Yeah, that could be really awkward because you're like, what do I do? Do I buy them something? I would say whatever you do, plan ahead. Even if you're just going to a movie or something, make sure that you have the tickets. But here's something that if you really want to see if this relationship is going to stand the test of time, do the 36 questions to fall in love. Have you done this? I have. And that is such a good idea. Yeah. It's really fun. The New York Times, I think it was in 2015, put out this list that's called the 36 questions to fall in love. You can just Google it and you take turns asking each other these questions. And they're simple things like what would constitute a perfect day for you or take four minutes and tell your partner as much of your life story as possible. And supposedly, if you do these 36 questions process, then you will fall in love with each other. And I have to tell you that I did this with my husband before we were married, of course, the first couple weeks that we were dating. And... We're now married. It worked. <laughs> I, I would caution because I did do the 36 questions once and accidentally fell in love with a drummer for quite a while. <laughs> so he had really good answers. So I would just caution to like really measure those answers. But that is a really good idea and a super fun and easy thing for it's it can be so awkward, like you said. Well, Jocelyn, thank you so much. I feel like if people are going to come away from this with a lot of good ideas to show their love to their partner and to the people in their life. And I hope you have a lovely Valentine's Day. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And one more thing before we sign off. The Idaho Statesman is reporting that former Boise City Council member Lisa Sanchez would like to be reappointed to her seat immediately. Her attorney, Wendy Olson, argues that no legal basis existed for Sanchez to have been removed from the council. Olson has also accused other city council members of benefiting from Sanchez's departure. In an email to the statesman, councilperson Jimmy Halliburton said that he and council president Holly Woodings did not decide to remove Sanchez, but that they were, quote, delivering the legal determination of the city of Boise.
that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with stories to help you fall in love with Boise for the first time or all over again. Bye. Bye.